0: It's always best to have the data. It is. Data, data, data. Except I can't say it as fast as he does. No. But then I'm not... Oh, God, what's his name? James Earl Jones, no. Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, that's the one. Not James Earl Jones. Not James Earl Jones. About as far from James Earl Jones as you can get, while yeah. still being... James Earl like, Jones? ...main main <laughs> Hollywood movie actor. yeah. Um, I remember Robert Downey Jr. as the skinny little
1: uh, dude in Air America when he was about twelve. See, I remember like most people met the actor Paul Bettany from Vision from the MCU. Oh yeah. Only I remember him basically butt naked at the start of Night's yeah. Tale, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's how I met Paul Bettany. Was yeah. how everybody else met Paul Bettany. Was was Vision." Yeah. How well, he I was a vision. Him. He was. <laughs> he was a butt naked vision. I was like, oh, hello. Didn't I didn't realize him. it was that going to be going to be that kind of film. I remember him from being butt naked in
0: uh, Knight's Tale, to suddenly being that uh, terrifying uh, assassin monk in Da Vinci Code. Was it Da Vinci Code or the other
1: one? Yeah, no, the whole Vinci... kind of white hair thing going on. He was. Well, he was
0: an albino, wasn't he? Yeah. In the In the. Um, uh, a person with albinism, in um, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Which you know, uh, I don't know whether how to what extent that was brought in, into it. I can't remember. I read the book once. It took me a long time to get round to reading the book because I swore to myself, I would only read the book when I could go two weeks without hearing somebody mention the sodding Da Vinci Code. Because <laughs> like look, when
1: it was a bit of a big thing, oh, wasn't it, just, it? It was massive. Talk about
0: hype, and I don't do hype. Somebody no. hypes something up, I lose interest and back away from it. It's like, no, I don't want it. Don't want no. it. I don't want to do it. Because I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm being, what do you call it, with the hat? With the, the thing hat. where you you, there's people and they, they stereotype them on the internet as people who wear this particular kind of hat. And they have to have everything like retro and they don't want anything to do with what's cool because they want to do everything niche. And I can't remember what the, 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 People the, with hats. The label is people with hats. Yeah, and I, I don't want to come over as a, a person with a hat, but um, I mean, I was... is
1: this a tin foil No, kind it's of... a thing. It's
0: a, it was a it was a thing. It was like people got really sneery on the internet for a while, and it was like this 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 kind. Of, it was trendy to slag off these particular people, um, and 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 sneer at them because they liked stuff that wasn't mainstream, and I don't mean like you know the, the the people like the political people who are always whinging on about the mainstream media and all that sort of thing i mean the the, the, the they basically they, they like bands who nobody had ever heard of and <laughs> all that kind of stuff okay. and there was there was a word there was a whole thing about it on the internet for a while years ago and they always it's like if you said oh no i'm not in, i'm not into this really popular thing mm. because it's too overhyped and i'm not i'm not bothered about it they'd accuse you of being one of these people with hats, and I can't remember what they're called <laughs> at all. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. The point was, it took me a long time to get round to watching The Da Vinci Code because of hype.
1: And people with hats. No! The
0: people with hats are the ones I <laughs> I kind of empathise with because they look at something and they go, oh, I'm not really bothered about that.
1: Because... Too much hype. Yeah,
0: everyone's okay. oh, you must watch this. And it's like it's like a Squid Game. Just to date this, um, as we record, uh, people have been going on and on and on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks about this TV show called Squid Game, which is a. It's a yeah, it's a Korean show, and it's about um, I say Korean. I'm not. I, I I'm guessing South Korean. Um, but it's about this, um, it, like a, a deadly game show or something. It's kind of a Hunger Games sort of deal, but it's okay. It's like Battle Royale. It well, no, it's it's more sort of I'm a. I think it's I'm more. I'm I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! Except they kill people. It sounds like Battle Royale. Do, do you know Royale. what it reminds me of most of all when Go I on. when I hear it talked about and I hear it described? What it sounds like most to me is they shoot horses, don't they? Hmm which if you know the film or the book is about like this long dance competition, like back in the fifties or something, somebody runs this dance competition and they get all these couples and they offer this huge prize. If you can keep on dancing for like three f- f- hours. Okay. Um, And it's really grueling and they make people do things to make it more grueling all the way through. And like people are dropping out because they're exhausted and, and whatever, and it's, it's a horrendous thing, and that's basically what Squid Game sounds like to me. But I've never watched it, so I don't know. Okay. Anyway, very much hyped. Line of Duty, do you remember that? Not especially. TV show, uh, cop show, everybody, certainly in the UK, everybody was going on and on and on about it for months because it was just this, everybody's got to watch it. It's like this. And I was like, I'm not going to be one of these people. Am I the only one who's never watched an episode of Line of Duty? No, of course I'm not. But... I don't particularly want to watch Line of Duty simply because everybody's going on about it. I didn't mean, watch Game of Thrones because you
1: wanted to. Yeah, but I really liked Game of Thrones. I know.
0: <laughs> and I got into it, I admit. Oh, I'll happily admit.
1: So good. I
0: deprive myself of so much pop culture goodness by being like this. Mm. A person with a hat.
1: Yes. Shall we get on with stuff? Let's do that. Okay. 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 <laughs> Thanks, I've been practising. Hello from me too, lovely listeners. And we hope you are all well and settling in around the virtual campfire. It's a bit cool. It's Yule-ish 2021. Have a cool Yule. Have a cool Yule. Do not be a rhomboid. No, that doesn't work. Parallelogram? Be there or be a trapezoid. Ooh. You can get tablets for that. Can you? Yeah. Excellent. I know. It's amazing, the miracles of modern science. (laughs) Settle in, warm your knees. Settle right in, because it's cold. Grab a hot drink of choice, or a cold drink of choice, whichever is all good. Raid the snack tin. Yeah, there's marshmallows around here. somewhere. you know the drill by now. This is episode 120 of Frithcast. You've probably listened to us... At least once before, you kind of know the drill of how we start and how it all settles in. Hail, welcome and well met. And if you haven't listened to us before, by the way, this is going to be really weird. This is an interesting one to start with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, lovely, lovely listeners, every year around Yule time, we do a very slightly odd episode, a very special episode to celebrate our I think Revolution Around the Sun anniversary for this podcast. I
0: think we'd certainly call it odd.
1: Yeah, but most of our episodes are odd, so that's (laughs) really not any different. When we do our editing for our episodes, there's very little that we take out from... We just hit record and off we go. And about 40 minutes later, we say thank you and good night and it's done. And can't you tell? You can. We know it. (laughs) You know it. Everybody's fine with it. You're still listening. It's all good. Mm-hmm. There are occasions when we go right off the rails and into deep into random country. Yeah. Very, very random country <laughs> in some instances. These little tiny bits we save. Mm-hmm. These bits we save and we save them all the way up so that we can collect them together into a big rattly bucket put a bow on it, and gift it you back at Yule time. Throw them at you. Yeah. So, lovely, lovely listeners, this is episode 120 of Frithcast. That's one, two, zero. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm a heathen with a head full of stuff. And co-hosting, as always, is... I am
0: Kate, and I am not a heathen, and I have a head full of virtually nothing at all. So, you... Video games, basically, and Star Trek. That's more or less it. Huh, it's all good. So yeah, you know that that's kind coffee. of that's kind of your lot. Yeah, and coffee, yeah, and
1: coffee. So yeah, this five years ago we released our first episode. Five years. Five years we released <laughs> our first episode <laughs> On to you, our unsuspecting lovely listeners. How have we not come to our senses in five years? I. Don't. know how have they not come to their senses in five years? Also. Yeah. Valid question. Yeah, yeah. Lovely listeners, we would like to say thank you very, very much. We hope you enjoy this collection of very, very random bits of real from the last year of recording. We will speak to you around the virtual campfire very, very soon in the new year. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. And then
0: activate the
1: doom machine. The doom machine? I
0: presume that's what we're activating. You presume the doom. I presume the doom. I presume the doom. Because when you say activate something, Mm. it's got to be something pretty fearsome. Like a doom machine or or something.
1: You can't say, like, activate the hot malted drink before bed because it's not quite got the same urgency? No. 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 I Activate the cuddly fluffy bunny. See, I'm all good for an activate the cuddly fluffy bunny button.
0: I mean, you could...
1: You know, I, I suppose... I
0: don't know. I suppose. I suppose it depends to an extent on who the opponent is. Who is the enemy? I mean, you know, it might be that cuddly fluffy bunny is something that they would benefit from. But, I mean, mm. I don't mean in a... In a assisting the enemy kind of way. I mean in a you know benefit as people and it would it would make them less angry, mm. less, you know, clubby, axey, yeah and stuff, and then they would stop being the enemy.
1: It's All possible.
0: are you know, they're only really being marauding bands of raiders because they never got fluffy bunnies.
1: That's just sad. Isn't it?
0: Yeah. People can go that far off the rails.
1: For not having a cuddly fluffy bunny. Yeah, just for the lack of, yeah, the lack of plushies. It's a bad thing.
0: Do you want me to start reading this thing?
1: No, we're going to have to say hello first.
0: Are we? Yeah. Because I'm feeling a bit daunted by this one.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I'm. I am. Just a, channel your Caesar Flickerman. Just i I'm, channel, I haven't channel got the hair, hair for it. <laughs> 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 there he <laughs> is, right there. That, oh yes. That. 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 That.
0: That. I um. I haven't got the hair for, for that really, but no. I'll do my best.
1: ready? I don't know where my
0: microphone is. I think it's on the bottom.
1: I don't either, but I'm picking up something because it's recording. So okay. I'm. Bon- I'm. I'm good with that. Alrighty a bit of clinking and crunching yeah you, you do there the thing and, and do the yeah I'm trying to set stuff up right you do it get get comfy and settle in and shit you know. I'm
0: comfy but I mean I am in a creaky chair so I'm going to say in advance should anybody hear any, any noises that they might think of something else they are in fact my creaky chair you see I'm in like it won't creak now <laughs> I'm in a creaky chair anyway it's not creaked once. it's a creaky chair <laughs> Definitely, wanted it. Anyway, so are we? Are we? Are we going to just pile straight into this, or, or yeah, or pretty much. Do you want to? And plus, it'll annoy the flat earthers. It will, unless it's they, worth they would definitely worth it. But they would they would argue that we're just doing around, as in around the edge of it. Only they they say it doesn't have an edge.
1: No edge. No edge. No edge.
0: They say it doesn't have an edge. It's just that if you carry on in a straight line, you never get back to where you started.
1: I guess it depends on how good your navigation is.
0: Or well, whether you can keep a straight line or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can keep a straight line, but if you're like two degrees off when you start, you're going to end up all over the place by the time you finish. You're not yeah, going to be in will, the same place again. You will ultimately come back to where you started. Yeah, give or take.
0: But yeah, you follow a you follow a, a geodesic line. A, 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 a great circle. C- t- call it a great circle. So you're going around the widest part of... You know, you're going around... The world on a path which is the circumference of a disc which intersects the Earth uh, through the core. All right, so you're going around the around the very edge of that this this sort of I say circle. It's an oblate spheroid, so it's probably an oblate circle. I don't know, um, but yeah, and that's then you will come back to where you started from, and you will.
1: So I don't even have to buy a return ticket. Not technically speaking. It's just a one-way journey.
0: Well, yeah, as long as
1: it's long enough.
0: Can't remember what I was going to say. Shall I just let you carry on? Okay. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Oh, God help us. So who's introducing this I think... thing? Me and you, I think. Are you, are you yeah, introducing like, this like Like we usually do. Me, me, oh me and you, me and yeah, you and me. Yes, and me. That, that's you. I thought the you and in... me part of this equation is you. I thought you were in charge. <laughs> You've got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> why I can't do it. I don't know all the questions. The questions, the questions are right here. Okay, fair. It's fine, but we do Go our standard. Yeah, no, do our standard introductions. All right. Tell everybody, you know, introduce ourselves because that's the you and me part. That's I can do. Tell everybody it's a shiny shiny sparkly episode because this is a, a a a unique kind of you know, we have honored guests around the virtual campfire. Yep. And and all of that jazz. Well, and then we briefly introduce our guests and off we go.
0: Well, I can do I can do an intro. I can go, "Lovely listeners, we have a special Frithcast for you tonight." Like That's that. that good but a bit longer like
1: that but longer you want more yeah yeah
0: um it's very special
1: well done we have some honor guests <laughs> keep going <laughs> just, just keep going keep going keep going you can step in anytime you want i know but i'm enjoying this this is much more yeah. fun
0: <laughs> not to get political we don't want to start with that do we Mm -hmm. We don't do politics. We do? Yeah, we do.
1: By our very nature, we're political. Well, you can't... You can't have...
0: You can't not be... What is it, the thing? If you don't do politics, then you actively support the status quo.
1: Which is fine. And even then you're doing politics.
0: Sometimes the status quo is the place to be. Yeah. Sometimes it's not.
1: The here and now with coffee. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That is a status quo. It is. As is the
1: band. You see, I wasn't going to go there. Three chord policy.
0: You can't mention status quo and not go to the band.
1: You really can't.
0: No. No. But we will skip over them. As How it were. many
1: songs did they do with a three chord
0: thingy? Oh, the the the, the thing. Yeah. No, yeah. Every, every song's that.
1: Yeah. No, there's a there's a especially that. Are they? Yeah.
0: Oh, I remember seeing. Um, I saw a YouTube video I'll have to see if I can find it and it was it was um it was like a three chord sequence and it was it was all the songs like he just he played the guy played like all the songs mm. not every song in the world but you know all the songs and so many of them are built on that same structure mm. it's it's absolutely amazing and i I got inspired and I thought well if if everybody else can do it I can do it I can go off and write a, write a piece of music with that same str- it's hard yeah writing music is hard it is you have to get all these notes and put them together in a sensible order <clears> so <throat> that they you know they do something useful but the point the problem is you have to put them together in a way that somebody else already hasn't done
1: mm.
0: and that's hard mm. I mean writing writing songs that other people have already written is comparatively straightforward yes
1: Especially if they've already written them, yeah, yeah.
0: On the whole, that's mm. that's a much easier prospect, um. Especially because sometimes, um, you know, for like for like uh, other musicians and stuff, sometimes they will actually um, publish the song in sheet music form. So then it becomes really easy because you just get a copy of the sheet music, right? Yeah. And then you just duplicate the notes. <laughs> And you end up with having written the same song and it's, it's, it's much, much easier than having to do this thing about, you know, like creativity and stuff and imagination and, and, and you know, hearing the, the melody in your mind and all that kind of thing. I mean, that's that's difficult. Working out what your theme is going to be and what your your little what do they call them? Little little twiddles. Um, oh, there's 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 a word. There's words. They use words. These musicians, they use all sorts of words. There's like a word for like a little like clump of notes, like two or three notes or something. Mm-hmm. And you get those and then you get like something. And you, it's like you build up patterns and then you make the song out of patterns and stuff. And it's, it's really hard.
1: You have to know what the relationship is between different notes. Ooh, it's complicated. Like talking on Facebook, but ignore each other on Twitter. Essentially, yeah, yeah, complicated,
0: yeah, you have to you have to know know about things like what is the what are, are they like chromatic scales and stuff? I don't know what that means.
1: It's a chameleon going upstairs
0: <laughs> a polychromatic
1: scale yeah <laughs>
0: l'esprit d'escalier um so yeah, anyway, that Lucicalier. Sorry? Plus de colour. Plus de colour. Pas <laughs> de cheval. Plus de colour. Beaucoup de glue. Pas de cheval. You see, if
1: <laughs> you want to be able to do that whole routine, don't you? Eddie Azard did. No. Um... Eh? Je parle comme une vache Yes, but you can do it. I can't do it. I only speak English.
0: <laughs> I speak English <laughs> in about four words of Klingon and that's about it. I and, and you know, three of those are Keplas, So <laughs> Eddie Izzard did that whole routine. En français? Yeah, literally, like... Fifteen minutes of the show was was like all in French, and it was still funny. And I don't know how. <laughs> I don't speak French, and I was still it was still funny. Uh, range is good. My arm's gonna get tired. <laughs> Insert bad news quote here.
1: No, I was just thinking of you know Maximus saying no, Quintus. Range is good yes 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 true range is good range is good move those catapults back no the range is good yeah you're like what
0: (laughs) well he'd glanced he'd glanced at the battlefield and he was a good he was a good glancer no he was a good um glanciator no he was a good general right so he just had to look at the layout the disposition of his troops and know that that was the right
1: they've all been in the mud in
0: surrey for three weeks flat they're peed granted but they still have shiny armor on and how on earth is their armor still shiny anyway it wasn't in surrey it was in Germania.
1: it was in surrey i know it
0: was filmed in surrey because they burned that forest down didn't technically, they
1: technically yes slightly embarrassingly
0: no well they they did have permission they were like we need to we'd like really really like to burn this forest down you know because it would be more realistic
1: well, and, yeah, there's not many ways you can CGI fireballs going into trees. And like the uh the the
0: who, who was it, the forestry commission or somebody when well actually we were thinking of getting rid of that patch anyway, so you know, go for it. <laughs> so they were like, Holy shit, we can use actual firebombs <laughs> and things. So they did. Yeah. And it and which is cool, I mean you've gotta get the, 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 the realism in there. You know, yeah. the
1: authenticity. Oh, that—that was just best. like seeing you, special effects guys, it up, going right. We need a fireball. Yeah. And we need about fifty of them because we might have to redo some takes. Yeah. Can you make something in a really big jar that goes boom? Oh, we only get and to. The burn... Special effects guys, going oh gods, going. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping you would say so. Yeah.
0: Um. No, because you can only burn the forest down once, though. So remember, get it right first time.
1: Yeah. I would expect you have. You were ranting about actors. I'm going to have coffee. Hang on. And how John R- uh, John Hurt isn't disposable. No, you no. You have you had to look after your John Hurt. You, yeah. Well, yes. But apparently not in that film. Well, oh, they just they just gooed him up a bit, didn't they? It's not going to come out in a wash, is it?
0: More of a splash. Yeah. It came out in a splash. Ain't no
1: pre bio getting rid of that stain. No, true enough. No.
0: Enzymes, that's what you want.
1: I think you're probably gonna need more than one.
0: That's what you want. What well, what you want when your chest explodes and an alien
1: comes out? Enzymes. Sensitive semtex. Sensitive semtex. Tense nervous headache. <laughs> you will have. It's like lift up patios for serial killers.
0: Needs to avoid crunchy noises, you see.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: ideally, you wanna. Cause, I mean, I can see why. You know, if you. It's like if we were in a recording studio. Yeah. Like, we're ever going to get into a recording if studio. If we had. If we had proper. <sighs> like, a proper place to do this. Stuff, yeah. With, like, proper egg boxes on the walls and stuff like that. That's.
1: You're talking high tech egg boxes there. I'm talking. Yeah. I mean, I suppose. But... If you're going to go to the technological end of it, you're on for the egg boxes, really. Or carpet underlay.
0: Carpet underlay yeah. is yeah. I gather that's quite quite bizarre. probably spider silk is another one.
1: Yeah, no, that's going to take too long. Man. Well, they I think use making a cape out of that is bad. Eight. It, what, what? What did a it say? Recording booth in it. What did it say
0: to make that cape in in Four in Madagascar? Years? Eight years. No, it was like ten years. Eight years or something to get like forty billion squillion golden orb spiders.
1: Yeah, and you're like, why, why, why would you even do this? Why? What are you going to do on release day? I mean, you're just going to let more back out into the wild? No the populations. No, like, please recovered. don't. What are you going to do? Please don't with a million orb spiders.
0: Because I'm not even in Madagascar, and that would terrify me even from here.
1: Yeah. Anyway, phoning all the research projects going around the world, going, do you want a couple of thousand orb spiders for anything? Because we've got some going spare.
0: Yeah, they they are going spare and all. Yeah, I'd be going spare. Somebody rounded me up and made me just produce endless silk to make a cape out of. Yeah. Not that I Not that I am known for producing silk, you understand? No, but I,
1: I yeah, I was I I, I mean I was, if I was yeah. a
0: spider. Yeah. I'd be going spare. I
1: don't know. It's not exactly gonna be full of predators, is it? I suppose not. Get fed? I hope so. Yeah. It'd be bad. Right. What we're gonna do. We're gonna make it cave out of spider silk. <laughs> hang on, hang on, guys, guys, guys! I've got this brilliant idea. I've got this fucking <laughs> mad idea. Watch this. They're never gonna sign this off. Shit, they signed it off. Now what oh do we no. do? now we've gotta actually make good on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine that almighty hangover and waking up and finding the signed research papers going. Like, we agreed to do what for the next decade? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me! I learned a thing off Wikipedia. Did you?
0: Yeah. Okay. So it must be true. Uh huh. Actually, it probably is true because it's just it's one of those it's just one of those wildly implausible sounding things. But apparently they use spider silk. I don't know how we got onto spider silk. Don't worry. It was mainly mostly because I was reading about it earlier on.
1: It's fine. Keep going. <clears throat> but
0: they use spider silk. To suspend the ignition targets in fusion reactors, the, you know, the like the re- fusion test reactors that where they're trying to make it so that you 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 ignite the reaction and then it and then it generates more power than you put into it to ignite it.
1: That's a bit mad. And at the moment, I mean, they it's can't. It's a closed
0: system. You have like a laser that f- that strikes this thing, this this like little um, little widget. I'm not an expert in nuclear reactors. I could tell, but. You, you have to fire a laser shot at this little thing. Okay. And then that starts up the fusion reaction, which is supposed to be self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. No, it's not supposed to be self-sustaining because it's a fusion reaction. If you switch it off, they stop, don't they? But basically... Eventually
1: they stop. They don't kind of stop well, dead on a dime, do they? It's They're not like fission,
0: like fission reactions, which we have at the moment, yeah. which we use in, in existing power plants, which you start the reaction up and it just keeps on going.
1: Yeah you and have you is... put those in a bl- under a blanket at the bottom of the sea and hope they turn off eventually. Basically yeah. yeah. You can have
0: like you have like rods that you can stick into the core to to suppress the reaction. I think it's like boron or something you have these it doesn't rods that Actually you can...
1: stop it though. But it it well Just it kind of mm, dents it a it little It suppresses bit. it. Yeah, it's like a handbrake.
0: But with a fusion reaction one of the nice things about fusion apart from the fact that it doesn't produce any particularly difficult waste products is that if you switch them off if you switch the reaction off you can basically just go click and it switches off yeah which is nice if your reactor gets out of control anyway the point is those little target things that you fire at the laser at yeah. to get the reaction started they actually suspend them in spi- on spider silk because it's got an enormous it's very very light but has an enormous strength
1: huh.
0: so there you go thanks <laughs> I really haven't got proper stage fright.
1: Give it a biscuit, it's fine. When
0: I was a when I was a a kid, right, a young person, I had to do a pantomime.
1: This right? is a particular specific type of British theatre. Yes. That may not translate particularly well to anybody outside of Britain. No, it's they're
0: <laughs> sort of like small portable carry on films. They that are you do on stage.
1: With a lot of gender flexibility in them. Yeah. A lot. They they happen like, around disability. the Christmas period, don't they? They usually? do, yeah.
0: Um, and they're usually a, a, one of a selection of classic fairy tales. So it's usually like um, I don't know Cinderella and stuff like that. Um, and they always have certain characters. So they always have a hero who is a strapping lad, you know, doing all the thigh slapping thing and the whole adventure, mm-hmm. ho, whatever. And he's always played by a woman. Yep and then you have the, the the love interest yeah who's like the the princess that needs rescuing or whatever and she's always played by a woman yeah and then you have various other comedy elements uh, and there's usually a a a, a, a dame
1: a, with yeah a pantomime dame a which pantomime is a dame celebrated classic coveted role of yeah. pantomime dame and she is usually a goodie played by and an she's older dame. played by an
0: older man so, this is what the British get up to when left to their own devices. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I was in one of these once, and I wasn't playing any of the main parts. I was just I was just sort of a like chorus type person, sort of you know messing about in the back, being an extra. But even so, I've got so a couple very extra. Of, so very extra. I wish I was. I was terrified. I've got a couple of lines to deliver at the front of the show. And I remember going up and standing behind the curtain and waiting for the curtains to open. And this is like a village hall. This is not exactly, you know... This isn't... Where do they do big pantos?
1: They don't tend to do big pantos. They tend to do, like, little local pantos. No, no, they
0: do do occasional big ones because they do, like, televised ones, don't they? Yeah. And I can't think where they do them anyway. Royal Albert Hall, kind of... The Crucible at Sheffield. Yeah. This is not the Crucible at Sheffield. This is... This is like the village hall in a tiny, tiny village along the road here. And I was terrified. And I've got that now. It does remind me of that thing that's always started... used to hear it all the time. And it started to annoy me um, when I thought about it. And it was the thing about, oh, such and such a thing didn't tell the actors what was going to happen so that they would capture their their proper surprise responses. John Hurt in Alien. Well, they say John Hurt in Alien, but I can't see how... The actors couldn't have known what was going to happen because they'd have to. They literally had to bury John Hurt in the table and have a fake John Hurt over the top of the table, which they pushed the alien through.
1: Did they not just splat John Hurt? No! You were talking about realism in film, you're telling me, like, you can't splat John Hurt. You can't just go murdering John Hurt for the sake of a good
0: special effect.
1: I need to go and rethink some stuff. No, so,
0: but it's always bothered me. It's like the thing about um, when, when um, in Pirates of the Caribbean, at the end of Dead Man's Chest, and and the the, the guy comes <laughs> stamping down the steps at the end, and it turns out it's Barbosa, mm. and they all oh straight wow surprise Barbosa. Well, they didn't tell them it was going to be uh, 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 what's his name coming back. I can't think Jeffrey of the actors. Rush. Jeffrey Rush. <clears throat> they didn't tell them it was going to be Jeffrey Rush coming back, so that they pres- they get the exact they'd get the surprise on their faces and it would look realistic. They're actors. Isn't that kind of insulting? It's kind of their job to yeah. be able to create emotion from nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you don't need to give them genuine surprise. Just say to them, act surprised. You're really surprised when he comes down the stairs. Let them mm-hmm. do their job. Don't
1: try and... Anyway, this is an argument for another time. It is. It's like putting training wheels on... Like, you know, Serene McKellen.
0: I like Amy Lee, if we're talking about good voices.
1: Yes, amazingly good voice. Too high for me, though. Granted, she's a bit too high for me as well. I have to drop my my immortal down a couple of (laughs) octaves to be able to reach some of those high notes. There's no way I can do it otherwise.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. Although I did like their version of The Chain. That was quite good. That was very good, in fact. Better than the original. Sorry. Sorry to anybody who's a Fleetwood Mac fan. <laughs> but I get this a lot. It's like I, I hear versions of songs. I hear covers that people have done. And I think to myself, it's actually a bit better than the original one.
1: Yeah. I mean. Let's take the original and like deconstructed it and rebuilt it though, it's, hasn't it? It's like, it's like
0: the original was like just a placeholder. Yeah. Until somebody came along and did it properly. And I feel <laughs> awful saying
1: that. Oh. But
0: seriously, I mean, it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna all get along us, the Watchtower. I, I was gonna say, I, do you mind? I was leading into okay, that. Okay, okay,
1: okay, okay.
0: I'm uh. gonna get us cancelled <laughs> if I say, if I say, I think that Bob Dylan and Jimi Hendrix were just doing placeholder versions of all along the Watchtower, and it wasn't perfected until <laughs> Bear McCreary came along and did it for Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Oh, give me that version any day.
1: Any yeah. It's all those big kind of like, big heavy Japanese drums and almost a sitar <gasps> over the top of it. Oh, it's just magnificent. It is a bit magnificent. I mean,
0: I would suggest people go to YouTube and listen to it.
1: It's mm, rather good. It is well. That's
0: Bear as in Ursus, as in... <laughs>
1: That's
0: what Bears do, isn't it? They do. I don't know. I live in Britain. We haven't got any bears anymore. (laughs) There's that damn big cat that lives down the road. But other than that, I do worry about that one. But yeah, also, um, going back a few years, sympathy for the devil.
1: Guns and Roses.
0: Guns and Roses. I'm sorry. Blew the Rolling Stones out of the park. They really did.
1: And okay, I know you're not allowed to say that especially at the moment probably because Tom Cruise sat there and went Claudia oh you have been a very 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 naughty, naughty little, little girl. girl oh god
0: <laughs> he was as creepy as balls in that film
1: <sighs> because balls are creepy
0: well it was a ter- it was a okay, turn oh, of phrase oh, it oh, was right, a turn okay. of phrase okay, i wasn't making okay. reference But yeah, no. It
1: was just beautifully creepy because you didn't expect him to be able to take a role like that. Yeah. And not only be able to perform it, but look absolutely comfortable in it.
0: Yeah. That was the thing. I'd only ever seen him in, what was it, 1994 interview came out?
1: Something like that.
0: And I'd only ever seen him in like Top Gun and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, as kind of ye clean cut. American hero, Mission Impossible. Albeit
0: something of a maverick, as styly. it were.
1: Styly, yeah. You don't expect him to be playing... Creepy vampire guy. Like a 300-year-old vampire.
0: And and I, I, know, he's, I know Lestat isn't... So, well, he kind of is supposed to be creepy, isn't he? Because he's sort of... I mean, he spends a lot of time sort of... The first film bit of the books that their first film was set in, i.e. the first one... He is trying to do a lot of... He is trying to sort of lord it over Lestat and, 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 and sort of be the creepy cheap, creepy vampire sire, isn't he?
1: Yeah, over Louis. Uh,
0: Louis, sorry. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Whereas Louis is, is essentially a like tortured soul. Yeah. Lestat is like, no, just destroy it. <laughs> just get on with <laughs> just it. Just destroy all of it. Yeah, yeah. We belong in hell.
0: What if there is no hell? Well, they don't want us there.
1: Yeah, and you just like, wait, <laughs> what? You've thought about this way too much. <laughs> how did the, the how, did,
0: yeah. I'm no. sorry, I really like that film. Also, oh, who did that fantastic version of Paint It Black? Is it Kiara? Is it, do you pronounce it like that? I don't know. I'll have to look it up.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, she did a fantastic version of Paint It Black as well. I keep me pick, I seem to be picking on the Rolling Stones. Let's, did they do? They did Paint It Black, didn't they? I think so.
1: Or was it somebody else? Was it The Doors? did Amy Winehouse do Paint It Black? She did Back To Black. She did do Back To Black. I don't know. I'd have to look it up.
0: Also, uh, did the music for Game of Thrones. Um, Ramin... Uh, Jawadi? Yeah. Ramin Jawadi um, did the music for Westworld as well. which includes some really awesome like uh, saloon piano covers of various songs. (laughs) Fantastically good. And Back Back in Black's on there, and so is Paint It Black,
1: Mm.
0: along with uh, House of the Rising Sun, Hotel California. There's a whole bunch of them. It does like shortened versions. Okay. But just played on a saloon piano.
1: Which is... Slightly, is upright, slightly out of tune. got yeah. a bit of an echo to it. Yeah, yeah, kind of like
0: um, oh, what do you call uh, the? It's kind. Of, I don't know. It has something of something of the harpsichord about it, almost. We're you know,
1: we're back to Lestat again. We're aren't back we? to
0: Lestat again. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're very strange. Okay, go 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 go. Well, I. D-
0: <clears throat> All right. Well, I just I appreciate you're trying to capture.
1: The bafflement in my voice I think um, I have captured the bafflement There is bafflement, yes Because
0: I, I need to tell And for anybody who ends up listening to this re- recording I need to explain That um, we're, we're driving We're driving we are, home
1: We are driving, yes um,
0: I am actually driving So uh, I am concentrating fully on the road And I, I would like to um, You know um, uh, What's the word? I would like to disavow any any anybody. Um, you know, I'm not looking at a camera or anything like that I'm looking straight in front of me Right. With that said, yeah. my beloved wife, hello, the beautiful Suzanne, I, uh, who is the finest person <laughs> on the planet. I'm, I'm sorry to any <laughs> listeners, but you know, I, I, I appreciate you all have your merits, but I'm I'm sticking with this one. Anyway, the beautiful Suzanne has just said to me. Uh, While I was trying to decide where I was going to fly my fake aeroplane on my flight simulator um, as part of my sort of ongoing informal uh, project to visit the sites of well-known mysteries. Um, I've flown over, you know, Philadelphia Navy Yards. Uh, I've flown over um, Roswell, New Mexico. You know, places where these these, Mm. these events occur. Um, And it's just been suggested. By my lovely wife That I might wish to go And visit a um, a, a prehistoric uh, Site uh, Where there's a lot of uh, Lovely uh, Cave Well not cave art But like prehistoric wall art That they've just discovered um, And then she said Also There are witches in South Am-. I'm not trying to get this right said, There are witches in South America Who sit round the fire Yeah. ...and take their legs off... Yeah. ...and turn into turkeys... Yeah. ...and then go out sucking blood. Yeah, you've got it. Which, I have to admit... ...did throw me slightly. But you were still driving safely. I'm still driving So Well, at the time, we were waiting in a queue, so it was fine. <laughs> um, I am glad you picked the moment where we were waiting in a queue, though, because, to be honest... Had we been moving at the time, we'd have nudged the pavement, without (laughs) doubt. And I would like, at this juncture, uh, to reply properly to my lovely wife. Uh, Please do. By saying, what the hell did you just say?
1: Shapeshifting witches in South America.
0: Shapeshifting witches in South America. Okay, fine, there are South, South American. Legends of shape-shifting witches who apparently take the form of...
1: I'm fairly sure it's turkeys. Oh, now you're fairly sure it's well, turkeys. Well, to say get out loud, it sounds just a little bit out there, but I'm yes, fairly it sure it's turkeys. Hence the bafflement in my voice. Maybe it isn't. Maybe I've dreamed the blood-sucking turkeys. I don't know. Maybe maybe you have.
0: i i, I um, I'd be fascinated to hear a dream interpretation of that one.
1: I don't think I can dream in that
0: <laughs> But no, you, I mean, you may be right, to be honest, because there are um, there are all sorts of legends of, of, of shapeshifting vampires and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I, I'd never heard of a turkey before, but I mean, you've got... Um, what was that thing that used to sit in the trees with suckers on its hands? Lima. No, 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 no. I don't mean an actual... <gasps> bush baby! Not a bush baby. I don't mean a creature. It wasn't a creature. Well, it was a creature, but it wasn't... Um, no, it was um, it was a scaly humanoid okay. vampire thing that used to sit in trees, and it had suckers on its hands, and it's from, is it from Central America, or somewhere in Africa, or possibly China? Because basically it's from somewhere other than Britain, which I appreciate doesn't narrow it down very far. Huh. Um, I used to have a picture of it in a little book that I had. I used to have a little book of a little book of unexplained mysteries and it had a section on vampires. And Surely it had... if
1: they're in the book then they're kind of explained. No, because the book was saying, look, there are these things, <clears throat> but they're a mystery. Oh, okay. That um, kind of mystery. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah um, and it used to, it had a section in it that Talked about vampires Vampires from different Like cultures and mythologies From around the world And it had uh, You know Famous cases Like obviously um, Vlad Vlad Mm -hmm. Tepes And was he really a vampire You know Was the the, the, You know Or did did, uh, Bram Stoker just Nick the 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 historical guy And turn him into this This dude Um, It's that by the way That's what That's what it was Yeah Um, uh, I don't Dispute that Vlad Tepes was a bit on the uh, on the bloodthirsty side, but I don't think it was literal. No. Um, Arnold, somebody, Arnold, somebody. Can't remember his name. Was he? I'm trying to think where he was. Somewhere in again, somewhere in central Central Europe, I think. Um, and he was, um, I think, he was a soldier that had been bitten and infected by a vampire when he was out and about soldiering and then he came back to his village and then he turned and started like... And then he died because this was one of those legends where you, the vampire-to-be mm. dies and then they usually get buried as he, as indeed he did. Uh, and then uh, then he comes back because of the whole undead thing. Mm. Um, comes out of the... um uh, finds his way out of his grave and goes about sucking on the local villagers, hmm. which they obviously didn't like. And eventually, he he ended up having the uh, stake and spade treatment. Yeah. Um. And it had all those stories in it, but it also had a little, a few little pages with illustrations of different kinds of. And there was the one that something about its tongue. It had like a sharp tongue. It didn't have fangs. Hmm. It pierced you with a sharp tongue or something. Um, And there was one with sucker hands and sucker feet that used to sit in the trees. And then there was the one that... I'm going to have to find the book. There's no two ways about it. (laughs) Because it's driving me up the wall what that was called now. I think it had a K in it. I want to say... I want to say Aswang, but that's a different thing. I know what Aswang is, and it hasn't got a K in it. But I know what Aswang is, and it wasn't that. But it was some... I don't know. I kind of feel it was... Vaguely related somehow. Mm.
1: Hmm.
0: Also, Kelpies. Watch out for Kelpies.
1: Yeah. Not so much with the blood sucking thing with a Kelpie. Not so
0: much with the blood sucking no. thing, but they do do a good line in Scorpion and Frog.
1: They do, because that is their nature. It is their nature.
0: Um, so, so, yeah. Um, Kelpies. Um, what else? Is there an Irish version of a Kelpie? Similar kind of thing. I want to say yes, it's a Kelpie, mm. um, but I'm not entirely sure. Yes, there probably is, though. I mean, the the the, the Irish and the Scots share a lot of their sort yeah. of mythology. Um, although they may have different uh, words for it, or different spellings. Like The Irish word for she, which originally meant hills, because you have People the, from the hills. The people from the hills, so it was originally the... The Anshe, or however you pronounce it, I can't. I'm not good at Gaelic. Um, but the Scots also have the word she, but it's spelt S-I-T-H, which may be familiar to um, uh, fans of a certain science fiction
1: franchise. I think it is. Hmm. Um, so the Dark Lord of the She. Mm. Um, Actually, that makes a whole lot of sense. It kind of does work. Yeah, out like nicely, doesn't it? Um,
0: and, uh, anyway, no, it's not them But they had, uh, yeah Oops There you go There's a Subaru in the way There is You can probably hear it, actually Because it's, it's somebody's gone full Subaru on it
1: I don't think it is a Subaru, is it? Actually, I'm not sure now I've said it's, that like, got all the trappings of a Subaru on it
0: It's, I think it's Like some... a
1: Ford Escort underneath or something uh... Sure.
0: It looks like it's about the right shape for a Subaru, but they've obviously gone. Mind you, it says it's got WRX written on the back. Um and of course it's got the. Uh, no, it has looked because it's got Subaru logos on its flaps. Oh, it could still have like. You could have just bought the flaps. They could have,
1: they could have just bought the flaps.
0: Cheaper than minor a Subaru. That's
1: all I'm saying. True. True enough.
0: No, I'm. I'm fairly sure it is. It's an Impreza. Oh. Okay. I think. It's certainly the right shape for an impressor but it, I don't know I I looked at it but they've um it, it's got the ridiculously huge flatulent exhaust. Yeah. Uh, which is what you can hear farting. <laughs> I'm sorry that's what it sounds like to me. Just, people put so much effort into getting these huge big exhausts Kelpies with the huge big Kelpies? Yeah. Um huge big Kelpies. Kelpies
1: fart. Well, it's not like you can tell, really. True.
0: While you while you're thrashing about, drowning, get, get there's probably drowned. a lot of bubbles anyway. Yeah. So you know. Ooh, you're trying to get a breath.
1: All you get is kelpie all fart. All you get is kelpie fart.
0: It's not the la- It's not like the last thing you want to inhale, is it? Really. It just isn't. Mm. No. Bad. 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 So. If I mess about like that for a bit, and then I can put myself here, you wouldn't.
1: You would! (laughs) Not fair! (laughs) fair.
0: (laughs) That's going to have to be cut out. Really? (laughs) (laughs) That's not fair. (laughs) Next time we record, I'm going to sit the same way up as you. And then, and then you will not have this control, this power over me. <laughs> the power. You have no power over me, only you do. <laughs> do you want to make any references to Halloween or anything? Because it's Halloween, you know. It is. Or Sav... How you pronounce it? Savine. 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 I usually pronounce it Savine because the M-H is a V, I know that much, but I don't know what the rest of it is. I presume the S-A is a Sa, but it's you never style. can tell with Gallic. No. Um And the A-I-N could be literally anything.
1: It does sometimes look like somebody sneezed alphabetic spaghetti.
0: Could be like Savfish, yeah. for all I know. Yeah. Safi- savage. Savage. Savage Garden. Mm. Mm. Vampire reference. Yeah, see, deep cut there. You see, Savage Garden. I say Savage Garden. Most people will think of the the, the, the,
1: the the musical combo. This is where I was thinking, yeah. the Savage Garden musical
0: combo. But Savage Garden named themselves after um, Lestat's worldview in Anne Rice's
1: Vampire Chronicles,
0: where Lestat <laughs> describes the world as the Savage Garden.
1: The vampire that didn't get interviewed. Indeed. Mm. Yes. He yeah. got to be a rock star instead. He
0: did. And then it all went weird and I lost track of the books after That's that.
1: That's because his hair changed colour. Probably.
0: Yeah. Yes it did didn't it? Went, it kind did. Of, went kind of kind of brunette. Yeah. What's brunette for a man? Is it just brunette without a without a T E on the end? Yeah, if it works the same way as Blonde does. Well blonde blonde has a has an E if it's a if it's if it's a woman and a and no, no E no E if it's if it's yeah. a man. Other other genders are available obviously. You... But you know yeah
1: in In linguistic terms, it's like it's one of the only few descriptive words that still changes with the gender of the person it's describing, not necessarily the gender of the word. Mm. And most people ignore it and yeah. just put
0: an e on the end, regardless of who who it is that's being described as blonde. And uh, it doesn't really matter because language changes and evolves over time.
1: And he was brunette anyway.
0: And he was brunette anyway. He... so
1: now I'm confused
0: yeah uh when he when he was he was um gumming um christian slater who wouldn't who <laughs> who wouldn't indeed um he was gumming christian slater and then and then he went all brunette and started knocking around with alia obviously david um sad loss yeah um yeah um her first i think it was her first film role as well mm. It's a bit of a shame but also that film which I didn't rate, if I'm honest.
1: Did you not have a whole uh, Tannhausers? I know, but it just it didn't kind of. I must watch it again
0: because I only saw it the one time, and I thought it's not like the first one.
1: Well, no. Um,
0: but I think the problem was it was trying to fit two of the films into the same film. It was it was trying to get oh what were they called Books. like Children of Vampire and God Emperor of Vampire yeah. and
1: stuff all into the same book. And it, it just like rushed through a little bit. Master and commander, you kind of got a bit of commander in your master there.
0: Indeed, yeah. and and I never, um, I never forgave the the god emperor of start. What was it called? What was the second film actually called? I can't remember. <laughs> I
1: can't was remember
0: it? Either. Was it called? It wasn't called Interview Two. The Vampire it, Chronicles. The, Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned, it was called. Queen of the Damned. And um, it was... uh, And I I, I never really forgave Queen of the Damned because it had Claudia Black in it and did absolutely nothing with her. No. She literally just stood at the back. And I think if she spoke at all, and I'm not sure she did, if she spoke at all, she got like three words. And she was playing Pandora, the Roman vampire. Short gig. Which was really annoying, because Pandora's story is quite interesting. Yeah, didn't get to see any of it. Didn't, not even got, get, she didn't even get to, get to, see, but she was wearing full Roman dress, like you would be
1: in the 20th century. 21st century? Yeah, because you haven't figured out a pair of jeans by then. No. A couple of thousand years, can't work out the button fly. Yeah, clearly if you're a vampire
0: who, was, who originated in Rome, you're going to be 2,000 years down the line, still wearing Roman garb. Of course you are. No. No, I wouldn't. No. It'd be like pleather jackets and... Yeah. Yeah. Jeans. Yeah. Stuff like that. So that you'd kind of blend in. You might want to be a little bit gothy, I suppose, but... Oh, yeah. But
1: then who wouldn't? Go a little bit daring and go a bit vintage. Yeah. You could do that.
0: You could do like Neo-Roman. I don't even know what that would be.
1: Neo-Roman? Yeah. I don't know, some kind of leather jacket with... Oh, oh. I nice. don't Lorica segmentata painted all over it. I've no clue. Probably. Hello, lovely listeners. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm a heathen with a head full of mostly stuff. Some of it's useful. Some it's... of it probably isn't entirely appropriate.
0: Do you want to do that bit again? Possibly. Because we were both yawning, let's yeah. face it. <laughs> it's
1: been a long day. No, it's fine. It's fine. all right all right it's up to you okay okay you
0: ready you remember at the beginning when we first started doing this yeah and i used to get really nervous about yeah speaking on the microphone yeah, i've yeah. got that again
1: that's why i've put my microphone down
0: yeah no but that's what i'm saying i've got i've got that i've got the the, yeah. the nervousness because of talking on the microphone
1: that's why Actually, i put my a, microphone flat that's down a, on the
0: desk that's a glass cup that wouldn't be a good plan because that'll vibrate just slightly
1: you know it. Oh, I've knocked my coat down. I'll make it go flat. Uh, Man, it's probably flat anyway. Given I'm going to say it's probably fairly flat and hot by now. There's so only dregs in so it. Won't left in make it, a so... whole bit of difference to that. Probably not. I'm going to creak. I'm going to creak something terrible, Anna. Possibly.
0: To be fair, I creak something terrible I'm going to anyway.
1: say my knees creak anyway, so it's, you know, virtual campfire creakage. Only we're not round the virtual campfire tonight. Are we Are not? No, we're or in we? Yggdra City. We're in Yggdra City, aren't we? We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You ready to go? It, I should have called it Yggdravil. Yggdravil. Holy shit, yeah, either of those is good. That would have been you even better. change that to Yggdravil. Let's call it Yggdravil. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, that kind of worked. My chair creaks, did I mention that? It did. Okay, carry You're on. All right.